We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded. We pay our respect to their leaders, past, present and emerging. Hi everyone and welcome to Leadership of Fools, Uh, our mini episodes which have been conversations, checking in with some of our favourite people and checking in on the year that has been 2020 and I have a returning guest, uh, Leadership of Fools' own Damien Barra, what did I call you, Damien Barra then? (laughs) I've been called worse. You've been called worse. It's Damien Zara, how are you? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm good, Cole. Yeah, really good. Good to be here. Good to be again um, in amongst the world of COVID. But uh, no, going really well. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, pleasure. Um, we're checking in, as I mentioned, and just trying to make sense. In fact, just before we hit the record button, we were talking about how surreal uh, the year has been. Is that um, is that sort of one of your best descriptions for it? or is there yeah, a- yeah, I think that's... I feel it feels like a, it's the most accurate description, really. And I, and I think for a lot of us, we're just waiting to put up the Christmas tree and call it a year now and be done with 2020. It's been it's been an interesting interesting journey. Um, and even just you know, as you and I were talking before, just putting the TV on early this morning. So we've got daylight savings, got up early, and it's just a bit of doom and gloom out there on the TV. And you know, I think certainly here in metropolitan Melbourne, you know, Melburnians are kind of starting to, to get a little bit tired of the lockdown and it starts, you start to see that on, on the, the TV and it, I don't know, it just makes you feel sometimes a bit, um, just a bit empty. Uh, and I think just wanting for and longing for, you know, some sunshine and, and a bit more freedom, um, I think is what we're so close to it. I mean, at this point in time, so hopefully it's not too far away for us. Yeah, so we're recording this uh, early October. We're both based in Melbourne. Um, Damien Zara is the general manager of human resources at Bunnings. Uh, We'll we'll get to that in a moment, the questions of leadership. But let's maybe start with what's been keeping you sane, what's been keeping you laughing. Like you actually talked about it, you know, at times it can feel empty and surreal and weird. But is there anything you've been able to do to kind of keep things normal? (laughs) Oh, I think um, working from home, so my situation, Cobb, we've got three kids under the age of six. So we've got a six-year-old, a four-year-old and a one-year-old. So at any stage, you know, this potentially could get gate crashed by any one of them coming in, you know, wanting something to eat or something to drink or they might be fighting over who's going to, you know, who's going to pick up on the, the Disney Channel and select whatever movie. So, but the, and that's just kind of, but that's just life, right? It just, it, it, this has humanised us all in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's kept me sane. Um, the, the positive to come out of, if you like, certainly the lockdown, I guess probably just focusing more on the metropolitan Melbourne area because that's just my experience, lived experience at the moment is that it, it has forced us to, to kind of to slow down in a way because we are working from home so I'm spending more time with the family thankfully but we're just working in a different way so the pace and intensity is definitely there yes. and the hours can feel kind of long yes. um, but yeah it, but my family's kept has been my north star it keeps me sane it keeps me you know <laughs> Humble. Uh, these noise cancelling earphones have also kept me sane too, because I, sometimes I can't hear some of the chaos that's going on in the background. You probably can, but I can't. So that's also kept me sane too. So go and get yourself some of these noise noise cancelling headphones for anyone who's got young kids in the background. 
Yeah, and the Disney Channel is both. Uh, it sounds like that's caused uh, you know ability to watch it, but also causes a few debates and fights. Oh, the art of negotiation, I tell you. So um, you know, who gets to pick what? So we've kind of landed on the situation. If they can't agree to a um, you know to, to one movie, then they're not they're not watching anything. So they're starting uh-huh. to compromise. <laughs> they're compromising better than they ever have before, which is really good. But yeah, I, no, look, I, I've that's been that's been the beautiful bit of um being home is just watching them grow because they grow so quickly right we celebrated my son's sixth birthday on friday and you know it was just a, it, it forces you to just reflect back yeah. on you know kids and they, and they grow up so quickly and so I've, I've been around more as a as a dad and as a husband uh, around the house which has been super um but i've also had to kind of you know juggle the reality of um what is a you know a, a big job in in a in a big business too, which has also been, I've really enjoyed. I've really, it's been energizing um, in a lot of ways too. And, and we'll we'll get to that. Maybe let's stick with three children under six. So that in normal circumstances is, is hard and challenging. But I think what you're really saying is it's something where you're being there. You're not missing things. You're actually witnessing them every day and experiencing what life's like for them every day. Yeah, yeah, and it's just um, and my, my kids and my wife and I, our kids are our, are our purpose in a lot of ways. So we've we had a you know really challenging time to get them, and so we just want to make sure we spend every moment with them and 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 savor all those moments and and just enjoy them. Um, and their, their personalities are evolving and they're flourishing. And um, and ordinarily, I, I you know I would have been on the road a bit, and you're kind of travelling around, and you. Yes. So I t- I tend to sort of to miss some of that. Um, but no, I've just loved being home um, to be able to see that. And I think it's kind of changed my lens on, you know, what work looks like and what the balance looks like. And, um, you know, so that, yeah, it, it has forced me to, to stop and reflect back probably more so than I would have ever have, you know, in the normal world. Um, and there are some bits of this that I want to carry forward too, right? Because um, I think the value of family for me is just is my North Star. That's, as I said, that's sort of what, what drives me sort of every day. So I'm getting the sense from that there's some there's um and in fact this kind of touches into this idea of what have we learned through this year. Uh, there's some things you'd like to continue on and sustain with. So that that those family aspects, that sense of being connected. Yeah. Definitely. And I think uh, I've just um probably been a bit more um a bit more efficient with reclaiming back space in my diary, reclaiming back time and making space for certain things. So I think I'm a much better husband and father and leader when I've got space to think. Um, and so sort of early days, you know, certainly this, in this calendar year, I've cast my mind back to kind of March and April where it was just, it was back to back from, you know, all, all day, including over the weekend. And so you just don't have that time to think. It's that third space that you you just need to reflect. And when gyms close down and, and all of a sudden you're losing all those kind of luxuries that, you know, for me personally was an opportunity just to separate from everything and stop and just do my own kind of focus on my own well-being both mentally and physically and when that kind of goes out the window it start <laughs> things start to kind of get compromised so just learn to reclaim that space back again and 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 not and, and not have to apologize for it i think i'm i'm far better at what i do if i if i if i have that space there's just some moments i think some key learnings that i'd like to be able to carry forward but also be able to instill in just you know in my kids as they grow up but also in the teams that i work with too because i just think it's important for us all 
Can we go a little bit further into uh, reclaiming the space uh, for a couple of reasons? I think it's, I don't think it ever was, but it's not a luxury for leaders. Mm. It's a necessity. And, um, and I picked up something you also said that for you that required some discipline, but also not to apologize. Um, yeah. I think a lot of li- people listening in would probably really connect with this. So how were you able to do that? Like, is it, was there something that just made that really workable for you? Uh, look, look, uh, look, I certainly did nail it early on. If I, again, if I kind of just use my reference point being this calendar year, early days, it was, it was tough. It was hard yards and, and the pace was, um, was frenetic. Um, it's a bit like kin to kind of, you know, someone had described it as drinking out of a, you know, a fire hose. It was just on all the time. There'd be a national cabinet meeting on a Sunday afternoon and the prime minister was, would make significant announcements and all of a sudden we were away. Meaning there was implications for the next day or less than yeah. four hours away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we've got a, we've got a, a workforce of over 50,000 team members across Australia and New Zealand. So the implications are quite significant and the wellbeing and the safety of our team is paramount. So we, for us, it's, it's ensuring that we were able to, you know, you know, be able to create an environment where our team felt safe and our customers felt safe. So that 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 would that led to quite a frenetic sort of pace. But I think what I sort of recognised was, and it was probably a moment early on where where I was on an, an exec call and I had my kids kind of you know, gate crashing and and I tend to be a very private person anyway. And I was trying to hold the kids off while I was trying to hold court, you know, in a meeting and. One of the directors um, reached out to me um, at the end of the meeting and said, hey, listen, don't worry about it. It's just your kids are there and just, you know, just just roll with it. And that was probably an aha moment for me to go, yeah, absolutely. What am I doing? Um, I am who I am. So to, to, in a lot of ways, I just had to, it was, I just had to be my authentic self. Um, and authenticity, authenticity is probably a word that gets bandied around a lot. But until the kind of penny drops for you, where you're inviting everyone into your home, right? Yes. Like I, I'm in your home, you're in my home virtually. Yeah, so at any stage, you know, pets or children or whoever it might be kind of come past and it just humanizes us on a lot of levels and I think that builds stronger connections that's just my personal my personal belief I feel like I've been able to understand my team better my team probably understand me better Um, so it's built bridges and connections more so than it it might have otherwise if we were in an environment where we were working in an office yeah yeah Um, so in a lot of ways, I think it's humanised us and I feel really comfortable and privileged to be able to, you know, to, to, to feel that way too. So I'd, they're, they're the essence that I don't want to lose. And so, so back to your point around reclaiming space, I think if I don't reclaim the space, then I miss some of those moments. And all I do is respond. But for me, I think the value that I can bring to a business is where I can help anticipate change and think and position um, rather than just react. And that's where I think that, you know, reclaim the space and we shouldn't have to apologise for it because that's, I think, where the real value is, not, you know, not, not on the, the reactionary stuff. I, um, you and I have worked together um, over many years and there's a moment in that conversation that I actually have some chills because um, I both get the sense that, and I know this about you, you're a private person, but you're a really responsible person to others, like whether it's your family, uh, whether it's friends and work colleagues and the teams you lead. So you take a lot of responsibility. I'm actually thrilled to hear what you're describing because I think this is something that is sustainable for you but sustainable for other people it's it's kind of impossible to give of yourself 100 percent of the time um so i'm loving what you're saying 
Yeah, it really is. And I, um, and it's funny because I think you just feel more comfortable in your own skin when you just go, well, it, you know, it, <laughs> it is what it is. And we're going to, and we're accepting everyone into our, into our, into our homes and it's our team. And, and I just, I've just found, and I've always felt like I've always been a, a, a good leader of people, but I feel like I'm a better leader of people because I'm also making the time now to understand my, you know, my team and, you know, their, their, what drives them and what their challenges are and what works for them. I feel like I'm being more empathetic to that as well. So, um, yeah, so I think that I, I'm trying to, you know, I'm always a bit of a glass half full, but I, and I try to take the positives out of what has been a pretty, you know, interesting and crappy situation over the course of the year in a lot of ways. But there, are, I think if we, if we don't take some of those learnings through, we've missed an opportunity, right? But again, some of that's just come about through reflection, Kyle. I've had to just stop, stop and think about it and go, yeah, you know what? I, you know, we're, we're on this planet for a certain period of time. So let's just, you know, let's just be ourselves and, and enjoy the ride as best as we can. And the other thing that I'm struck by, because you said it from the very start, you said I'm on purpose. So Mm. my purpose for being my purpose uh, as a father, as a husband, as a, as a leader. So um, it's, it's fabulous. I I know we've only got probably four or five minutes left. Max Um, being uh, the general manager of human resources at Bunnings. And you mentioned 50,000 people in uh, Australia and New Zealand. And there's something about, uh, that is a, such a trusted brand and trusted organisation. And it sometimes, sometimes uh, almost says something about the state of the nation <laughs> for something that is a, uh, you know, essentially a, a private organisation. It says something about the state of the nation. What have you learned? And it's a probably big and unf- unfair question, but what have you learned about leadership uh, in these six months? What's really struck? Um, what have I learned? I think probably what, what, what my reflections are, it's, it's validated more my understanding um, around where we should prioritise our time. So if I think around, and, and I'm a pretty simple guy and I like to simplify things, so if I think of even the three Cs for me, which have been the guardrails around community contribution and choice. So they're, they're the guardrails that I always assess on, you know, how engaged do our team feel. So the first one's around that sense of community, that sense of belonging. Right. That has just been so critical in our business. So we want our team to feel like they're part of the Bunnings tribe. They're right. part of the Bunnings community. We're, 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 we are one big unit and we are far stronger together than we are apart. Yeah. So that sense of community, you know, is just is critical. Yeah. The second piece is around a contribution moment. So the team have been working really hard to provide a safe environment for our customers. But, you know, we've been really fortunate to be able to maintain meaningful employment for our entire team. We've had yeah. moments where we've had to shut down, which have been, we've had to kind of navigate through that. But our team has made a significant contribution and we need to make, as leaders, make time and space to recognise that contribution. Yes. People, human beings, we get energised by, you know, feeling like our contribution is recognised. Be it, you know, in the moment, on the, you know, those types of things. And, and in a world of where things are happening very quickly, leaders sometimes can forget some of that. So if anything, it's, it's validated that. And the third bit for me is around choice. You know, human beings love um, autonomy. We love to be able to make decisions and have choice about how we go about executing um, a plan, a task, a project. But we also want to have choice around how we work too, right? So I think for me that that, that flexibility has also been really important too. And if anything, COVID has just accelerated it. You know, the industry's 
perspective of how we go about working. So I think for me, it's probably validated, you know, how, you know, the community piece, the contribution piece and the choice piece. So um, I probably learned more deeply, um, you know, that, 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 that that's important, but I think probably the biggest learning event sort of for me as a leader has been more of just revealing more of myself and being me and, and, and not having to apologize for it too has probably been the really you know powerful piece I think for, for me over the, the course of the past 12 months. I'm going to add just two more C's really quick, quickly, and it's just based on what I'm experiencing looking at Zoom today and looking at you today, but I, I, there's something that gives me a sense of calm, like you seem calm, understandably so, mm. calmer than perhaps March, April this year, but also a sense of calm around it. And that leads to a sense of confidence, um, I would imagine, both in in a of your own decisions, but others in you. So um, I love those three C's, but they kind of seem to have an output as well. You, you give me that sense of calm and confidence, which is great. Yeah, I think, and for everyone, we're doing a bit of work on purpose. And I think for every human, you know, it, it's those moments of reflection, just to, to think back around, what is my purpose? Why do I do what I do? What is my North Star? And the moment, you know, sometimes it gets a bit foggy, but the moment you can crystallise that again, I think for, for me, this is just my personal experience. The rest, all the noise starts to kind of dissipate a bit and you just kind of just focus on what's important. So... Yeah, look, I, I can't. It's not always like this. It's a bit, as I said, if I if I took the if I took you for a walk around the house, it's, it's mayhem. But do you know what? That's the beautiful thing about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the bit we want to embrace. So um, uh, that's who we are as humans. So yeah, you know, I think I've, we've learned a lot. Um, we're not, not certainly not perfect by any stretch. There's lots of ups and down moments, but need to, we all need to feel comfortable in our own skin and also feel like that. That's why that first scene is really important for me. Feel part of a community, yeah. be it within Bunnings or outside of Bunnings. These conversations really help too. Damien Zara, this has been amazing. This has been such a great check-in and such a wonderful way to start my week. This is, as you said, it's a Monday morning in October in Melbourne. Uh, I think we're still tired. We're still a little bit anxious about when things are going to change again. But at the same time, you've given me a bit of real bit of optimism to start the week. One thing I'm asking you to everyone to do is send a photo of themselves working from home. I would love it if you could send the photo of two images that I can see in the background. One is um, a striking picture. Um, I'm not even going to try and justify it other than to say it's such a striking picture that gives me, invokes a sense <laughs> of movement and nature. And then the other thing I can see, which is uh, awesome, is the be- best dad ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything else just before we sign off? Anything else to offer the listeners something that really has connected with you in 2020? Oh, no, I think we, you know, we need to be kind to ourselves and kind to each other and, and make the time to check in, you know, with each other. If you haven't heard from someone, you know, in a period of time, you know, reach out, check in. Um, as I said before, we're going to be much stronger as a community and as a society if we, we stay close to each other. We, we just make the time to, to make sure we're all doing okay. So, um, you know, outside of that, I think, you know, it, it's, it's one, of, one of your phrases, Cole, it's around we're much stronger together than we are apart and that's, that's probably something that's been sort of a guiding light for me. Thank you, Damien. Great, great conversation. Appreciate it, mate. Good to chat. Thanks, Cole. Really appreciate it. Thepeoplespot.com is the place to visit when you need to make the people part of your role easier, more genuine and more suited to you. Thepeoplespot.com is the new home of people content from Colin Beatty and the team at Leadership of Fools. Thepeoplespot.com.